Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. It's story time with Matthew Haslam Hammond. Woo, yeah, that's me, <laughs> Matthew Haslam Hammond. Uh, well, yeah, well, welcome to episode one of uh, Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond. Want to give a big shout out to Lawrence Crow. Thank you very much for that theme song. Um, it's amazing, and uh, you're a beautiful man. And also a shout out to Pastor Pod Assist uh, for all your local basketball needs. Follow Jack, Wilkie, Doug, Callum, and Carl um, who like basketball. Woo, yeah. Anyways, today we've got none other than one of the biggest guests in the whole world. Right, this man. I like to call him the creator of my world because he did. It's going to be my father, Bob. But as I'm a pro wrestling fan, uh, I need to give him kind of like a wrestling entrance. So coming in like a bat of hell, it's Bob Hammond, everybody. Yay. So Bob, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for being the let me be the inaugural guest on this. Thank you very much. You it's know. good to good to be here. Yep. I wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. So, let's get started. Um, so, you grew up uh, in Whittam. Were you born and raised in Whittam, I want to say? I was born and raised in Whittam. Um, I was born quite near the station. I'm sure there might be a, a, a blue plaque there somewhere, but I haven't actually spotted Whittam Council <laughs> got the finger out yet and doing it. Saying that, you know, here, 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 here is the birthplace of Bob Loaf. That's you've got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, um, I initially went to school in Whittam, then uh, went to school in Chelmsford, and... Um, well, it t- took me a while. I eventually moved out to Brentwood here, where I, where I started my nursing um, uh, work. So that's that's been sort of a quite a journey for me in that respect, just mm. down the A12. Yeah, and uh, I'm assuming that's where you met Mum, and uh, that's how I was a. Uh... That's right. Yes, I met your mother at um, Worley Hospital back in the days when it was actually a, a big institution, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. Uh, you and your brother Nick were created there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in Brentwood. Yeah. Hi, Nick. By the way. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, growing up in Whitham, uh, what are your fondest memories that you can remember? Well, Whitham was a nice little country town in those days. Mm. Um, it wasn't sort of as, as built up and busy as it is now. Nick's so. convinced it's full of farmers. Like uh. I, it was in the day, I have to say. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, probably not so much now. I, I even sit there at times where you, uh, you know, where you uh, you're telling a story and like obviously you don't like you know think about it but yeah. when 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 you, when you hear it from our end you go like so i get there and uh it's like, that, yeah. that, that sounds just exactly like green grass and heartbeat <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh yeah yeah moving on right yeah, Whittam, no, I must admit, my, my my longest term memory was uh, when i was about two and a half i believe and mm-hmm. um we i think i was being looked after uh, by my nan while my brother was being born mm-hmm. and um her, we were walking through a field and her dog disturbed all the cows in the field and uh, literally we had to beat a very hasty retreat out of the field because uh, <laughs> they came charging towards the dog and towards us and uh, anyway all I can remember really was being thrown out of the field literally by my nan <laughs> and looking back and um, uh, there was the dog jumping up and down in the middle of the field amongst all these cows yeah so um, I like how you're 62 and yep. you, you can go back and you can remember a memory of you being two years old. I know, um, I yeah, yeah. Like, I think I surprised a lot of people with that one because mm. they they um, 
um, didn't expect. I mean, it mentioned to me Nan when she was alive, and she said, "Oh, you don't remember that, do you?" So yeah, that's I think right. I think I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think my like you know memory of my childhood is basically being eighteen and having my first actual yeah. beer. Uh, then, then it all went wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think your memory gets worse after that. I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I probably remembered all my childhood up to that date, but May fifth come along and boom. Yeah, all um, went to. Sh- <laughs> Go on. Yeah, no, enough a good bomb. And well, I'll tell you the story about my brother. Uh, we were walking home from school one day. Little Phil, little Phil. Yeah, and. Um, uh, it was it was a horrible day. It was raining, and there was this huge puddle by the side of the road, and. Being, being the older brother, I, I sort of tried to be helpful and say, we need to get a bit of a move on going past this puddle as we're going to get splashed by that big lorry that's coming in front of us here. <laughs> uh, I, I was obviously a bit quicker than Phil, and he, I was past the puddle when he was somewhere in the middle of it and uh, got absolutely drenched by this, this, um, this uh, lorry that come flying past. And it was a mega drenching. Uh, not only was he sort of wet through, it basically there was layers of mud and everything inside oh him there. So he was. I wasn't too popular with my mum when I got him, got him home. I have to say she was. Uh, she she was not sort of amused by the. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I think she probably thought I did something deliberately there, but I, I, I didn't actually do it. I just I was just self-preserving. Really, he swears yeah. down, Nan. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so in other words, like um, you, you obviously look like you've, you've just come from like the greatest, like you know, holiday of a lifetime. Whereas uh, Phil probably just looks like he came back from download. Uh, I don't think I come back from the great. great. Oh, it was it was a horrible day. I was wet through as well. But we, uh, yeah, he, he was a lot. He, he copped the worst, shall yeah. we say? Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. So obviously you had a, a, a great childhood. Yep, childhood yeah. went very well actually. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, I suppose. Yeah, uh, brought up in a loving environment really, and it it uh, it worked really well for me. Yeah, that's perfect. Well. How old were you, would you say, when you got into the band Queen? Because me and you, we've seen oh. Queen, I want to say, about five times together or four yeah. times. I remember being at the back at Wembley Arena. There's a great video of me and you somewhere, like, you know, seeing We Are The Champions. And I'm pretty sure uh, Adam Lambert probably got put off by our uh, t- amazing voices. Um, <laughs> you know, for, like I said, from the very back of Wembley Arena. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah we, we've seen them many of times. And obviously, they're your favourite band, I want to say. Yep, they're certainly on my favourite band, mm-hmm. and um, I think it was, oh, I'm trying to remember now, 1972, 1973, I think it was, it was when, it was the first time Seven Seas of Rye appeared on Top of the Pops, do you remember Top of the Pops, Hawks, yeah, and um, it was, um, um, I, I was just really impressed by them, and I ended up buying their their, um, their second album, I think, which had, had just come out, and had got Seven Seas of Rye on it, and I thought it was, it was wonderful music, I, re- I really enjoyed it. Some some really creative stuff on there, and ever since then I've bought every album. I've seen them as often as I can. Absolutely wonderful band, I have to say. Yeah, I, I love Queen. Yeah, hmm. um, I, I, the first time I ever saw them was when we were the champions had uh, been in the charts. So that was about seventy eight, I think it was nineteen seventy eight. Well, I, I could probably correct it on 77, 78 or something like that, but I remember it was May. And um, went up and saw them at Wembley, and I was literally on a high for days afterwards because I'd just, I just seen Mine's them. Not weed. No, not quite that. <laughs> I, think, I think this was before weed was even invented. But uh, right, so I doubt it. You know, you got to remember, yeah. like, the 60s, the Woodstock was around, you know. Yeah. Hippies love that shit. Yeah. But I think I was probably about 18 at the time, I think, the first time I saw them, and... Um, they were just just wonderful. They, they they did We Were Rocky as a starter, and it basically had this huge crown that went up in the middle of the stage and uh, 
Freddie Mercury appeared on one side of the stage and Brian May appeared on the other side of the stage doing the uh, the guitar solo. Absolutely brilliant. I, re I really enjoyed it. it was, uh, and so for days afterwards, I was on a high. But still, I still go and watch them now. We, we, I had tickets from this year, which mm. I sadly got sort of cancelled due to the coronavirus. But... Uh, we we have sort of um, seen them quite a lot of times, as you yeah. recall. Yeah, sort of like me Four and you went up. Uh, yeah, I've I've in all I've seen the different forms. I think I've seen um, it was five times with Freddie, twice with Paul Rogers, and I think this is about the sixth or seventh time with. Um, so it was about fourteen times I've seen them, and they're all the different car car um, incarnations, really, or whatever. Yeah. Touching on that, were you a fan of when Paul Rogers was with them? Um, the main, I, I did enjoy going and watching Paul Rogers. Um, the, the highlight for me was actually, we hadn't seen Queen for a long, long time, and it was it gave Brian May and Roger Taylor an opportunity to come out on the road again and hear, hear all the great music that they'd produced over the years. Mm. And I quite liked um, bands like Free and um, Bad Company that Paul Rogers was in. I'd, I'd seen uh, Bad Company uh, before as well. So th they also played their music as well. So it was, it was um, I think one of my mates said when we went, saw him in Hyde Park, I think, for the first time, that it was like going to see three concerts in one, really. We'd, <laughs> we'd, we'd been to see sort of uh, Queen and we'd also been to see uh, Bad Company and Free, really. So brilliant. Well, that wasn't there as well. They, 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 they went all out and they actually covered John Lennon. Uh, they did, yeah. yeah. There's, there's another concert, a John Lennon Boom. concert as well. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was about the time of the London bombings, 7-7. Seven, seven, yeah. Yeah, I remember that because it got pushed push back a week. Pushed back, it? back yeah. a weekend. Yeah. Fortunately, the following weekend was three for them. So uh, I'd had a bit. I had a nice, quiet weekend. It suddenly become busy with going to see um, them and REM in consecutive nights. I think it mm. was. And I also had to play a cricket match in the middle somewhere. So yeah, <laughs> it, was yeah. a, it was a busy few days, I have to say. <laughs> but it was abs absolutely wonderful. We, we we went up there. I also saw Peter Kay that night as well, who's another sort of um, um, bri brilliant. So he was he was effectively the support act for Queen, and uh, he just had um, uh, the. Um, is this the way to Amarillo in the charts as well? So he's winding Queen up about the number time, about the time he's spent at number one, as opposed to Bohemian Rhapsody. It's quite but, funny yeah. when you say that, like because um, of uh, when you watch Peter K stand up, he he like you know admits as a kid, he goes, oh, I used to go in my go in my garage, get 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 out the order, get out the old shovel, uh, put it over like a guitar, rock out to a bit of Queen, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's quite cool that you know dreams do come true, like you know you get to meet, you know. Your heroes. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, one day we'll get you uh, to meet uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor. But... <laughs> it, it would be a dream come true to be honest with you. <laughs> you I'd, I'd love to do it. Yeah, and obviously Brian and Roger both appear in the um, Amarillo video as well, don't they? they? Do, so yeah. They're on the old uh, tre treadway or whatever. So yeah. Because as well, on top of that, I don't know if it counts as a Queen concert, but we we actually went and saw uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody in the cinema as <laughs> you know the live yep. aid concert yeah. at the end. So I'm not gonna lie. At the start of the uh, film, when a uh, when when he's driving through London and uh, somebody to love's playing, I, I I was actually singing along, thinking oh, I'm ruining the movie for a lot of people here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I also saw We Were Rocky the uh, the musical as well, which was absolutely wonderful. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think it was what has it go? It's a, it's a great music, great costumes, strange storyline. Nobody really can fathom that out, and uh, and I think it's it's cunningly done to sort of actually uh, pick up all Queen's hits and try and fit them into a into a story. Really, so yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's a shame yeah. that they got rid of that because you know, especially like you know when Bohemian Rhapsody come out, that would have been like a massive cash cow. I reckon. I reckon yeah. Yeah. people would have literally ran to go see We Will Rock You again. 
I um, think you're right. They would have done. Yeah, yeah. The, the music and the, the music is still as fresh and it's. Uh, and you, if you listen to their albums, there's lots of different sort of um, bits of music on there that's um, you know just still fresh as it ever. You know, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, yeah. I was like, because a couple of weeks ago we went to Swanage uh, for the week. Yeah. And I remember asking you the question: if you could hear any Queen song covered by any artist. Who would it be? And I went for uh, Miles Kennedy doing "Spread Your Wings." Oh right, yes, yeah. Have you had you had a uh, good think about who you'd like? Because at the end of the day, like you know, we love Adam Lamb, but he's a, he's great. Oh, he's he's great. Yeah, yeah, to be honest with you, yeah. Uh, even when he uh, you know played with them live, he even said like you know, well, I'm not trying to be Freddie Mercury. I just you know, I'm a fan like every one of you. You know, I just you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, yeah, this is no, so surreal. Right, like, because even he's like, uh, 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 what's it called? Um, Pop American Idol, whatever it's called, his uh, original song was Bohemian Rhapsody. So you could tell, obviously, he was a fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's great. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think people like, I mean, Robbie Williams, I think, tried to do sort of um, some stuff at. He, he he did a quite a passable impression of doing We Are the Champions and Will Rock You, I think, mm. at his um, concerts and things like that, and. Um, Obviously, there's the George Michael one where he did somebody to love at the Mercury concert, which I think was probably one of the highlights of the night or whatever. Um, the um, uh, Mika, I think, would probably uh, um, had, had. I mean, I think Grace Kelly was a, a, a good sort of single, and I think that, that sort of um, made people think, well, perhaps he could replace Freddie. But I don't, don't think he ever quite got there. He he, he went. He, he had a p- good start and then went down a bit after that. I'm afraid, <laughs> really, but. Uh, it was but, yeah. um, his similarities because he did some song called Big Girls You Are Beautiful and yeah. uh, obviously Queen of Fat Bottom Girls so. yeah so that was a similarity I, <laughs> yeah, guess, really. I don't really yeah. know but yeah. he even says in his song Grace Kelly if I go so I tried a little Freddie wasn't it yeah so, he was obviously know. acknowledging he's sort of been uh, doing it and I think because he, he, wasn't he in the war t- torn area or was it Beirut or something like that and um, I think the, basically the Queen songs got him out of the, the day to day sort of uh, living there and not That's having to worry awesome. about the um, the bombings and what was going on, really. Mm. I might, I'm not, I might not be totally <laughs> accurate about that. But, we uh, need a fact checker on the show. Yeah, Where, where's Hatch when you're Right, anyway, so modern day music. Uh, I've mixed it oh, in right. with your name. Um, this is going to be a fun round. This is going to be called Bob and Day Music. Right, okay. I mean, I think for a start, um, I, I was brought up with lots of great bands and. Um, I'm probably going to be slightly biased on this one because I, 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 you know, I'm I, I'm someone who was brought up in the era of rock music and prog rock mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So these are all the the types of music I enjoy, which I think, and I think your list is probably going to be somewhere along the lines of um, people I've never heard of or, or never. Um, so I, I think in that respect, I think it's uh, yeah. But we'll, we'll see how we go. Go on then. Who, who have okay, you got? first on the list, I've got Maroon Five. I like Maroon 5, yeah, I've seen them live actually. Um, I did like um, uh, She Will Be Loved, I think it was. I think and that first album they had was powerful. Yeah, I yeah, like, like that first album, yeah. This they're, isn't really modern day music, Matt. This I think, is, I think they is, kind uh, of yeah. went with the times and now they've changed their, their, their sound, you know, and uh, yeah. more people like them. Um, yeah. Cardi B. I don't know who Cardi B is. I think it's isn't it a heart condition or something? Cardi B, cardiac. I don't know. <laughs> carry on anyway. Carry right, on. we'll go for a bit of European uh, metal. Volbeat. Volbeat. Yes, I've heard of Volbeat. Yes, yeah. As my, my brother-in-law would say, "Oh, Volbeat, my favourite band." Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Um, 
Yeah, no, um, um, again, I, I'm, I'm not adverse to standing in a pub in Bolton and listening to a bit of Volbeat. That's that's not bad, yeah. You would like, would you, what would you, like, you're a big Lola Montez fan, would you say? Or uh... Lola Montez is probably the one I know best, but yes. <laughs> for yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for he did, yes. Um, Harry Styles. Uh, not really. Uh, are you talking about him individually or with One Direction? Or what? Oh, look at so, you go, Mr. Uh, Modern well, Day yeah, Music yeah. fan. I can't really say I'm a huge fan. We Fair say? enough. I think that, I mean, it's the old story about things like the X Factor where they manufactured, ba- they were a manufactured band effectively, weren't they, really? So. Oh, I, I think, you know, they, they, I think they're perfect. You know, everything about One Direction. Fair enough. Whatever. Uh, you know, but, uh, a load of, uh, what's not, it? Not for me. Yeah. Handsome young lads singing a load of catchy songs. All right, not for me, but hey. You heard, uh, you know, uh, baby, you light up my world like nobody else. That's true. No, yeah, well. Um, five Seconds of Summer. You mentioned them the other day. I Sam Hawkins' favourite band. You, you, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember. I can't tell you their greatest hit. I wouldn't know what it was. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. Carry on. Carry on with the list. Who okay. else have we got? Iggy Azalea. I have heard of Iggy Azalea. She's a rapper, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Only because I watched a quiz the other day and... Um, <laughs> Well, the, the answer was Iggy Azalea, I think it was. Or, was it the song uh, which she did with Ariana Grande? Yes, that's yeah. right, yeah. Who had to do that with Ari- and uh, she was one of the answers. But um, I can't say I've heard the Ariana Grande song, and I can't actually say I've, um, I've ever heard the, uh, her sing, really. So, yeah. Big up Iggy Iggs. She's an Australian yeah. rapper, bless her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Little Mix. I do know of Little Mix. Um, uh, not a great fan. I'm How dare you? Have you ever heard Oops, It's a Tune? Yep, I've heard it. Yeah. Not yeah. a fan? We'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> wow. BTS. BTS. I don't know what it stands for. British Summertime or something. Is uh, it? No, they're um, a South Korean uh, boy band. No, I've never heard of them. No. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. No, can't help you with that one. Post Malone. Post Malone, I've heard of. Is he Irish? <laughs> No, no, not Irish. He's no. got white raffle tattoos on his face. He, yeah, he, I think he, I quite like him. I think he's a, like you know when you watch interviews with him as well. I think he comes across as a really cool guy. But in the, the day, this is not my opinions. It's your opinion. So yeah, no, you no, don't know who again, he is. I've, I've never really sort of. Uh, I mean, I don't wish to be negative about all, all of current <laughs> music, Irish. but. Uh, I don't know. Post Malone. It sounds a bit Irish to me. In Friday night, once we had a uh, Post Malone. Post Malone. Post yeah. Malone. Yeah. He was all known. Yeah. It was great. Bruce Springsteen. I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, the boss. I've, seen, I've seen the boss about four times in concert, and he never fails to deliver. He's, he's mm. brilliant. Yeah, dancing songs with like uh, yeah, dan- well, dancing in the dark, as you say. Um, well, I said dancing with his mum on stage, but yeah, dancing oh with right, dark. dancing with his mum. It is a great tune. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved uh, um, heard Born to Run. I think when I was quite young, mm-hmm. and um, the river and tracks like that. I think are just wonderful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. Um, the weekend. No, never heard of them. No, they, they have a song that sounds I've, like. I've uh, heard what was it, the the Happy Mondays and the Fridays or something. Like that I think it was, but no, never the weekend. Not no. the weekend. No. Okay. Miley Cyrus. Uh, I like that song you do on when you do your. Um, ah, uh, when I look uh, at you. On my way home anymore. That one. That's yeah. a good song. But uh, it's yeah, great tune. Uh, yeah, great tune. Uh, but um, again, probably not really had a lot of her stuff to do with that. Yeah. Sam Smith. So, yeah, quite, he's got a good voice, to be fair. Um, uh, again, pro- probably um, at the beginning of his career, because I mean, presumably he's been going for a while, and I haven't really had much stuff of him lately, but mm. um, I, I did like bits of that first album I heard, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And finally, on the, sh- uh, on, the, uh, on the list, I've got uh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, I do quite like, yeah. I think it's the ginger power bit, I think, or whatever. Mm. 
Uh, I loved him in his role in Yesterday. I thought he was he was, he was good on that. You say he's a um, great actor. <laughs> he was playing himself, wouldn't he? Yeah. So I don't, I don't mean you, you can't go too far wrong with that, really. But, I, I liked so. him because you know when Susie goes to that guy's house, he goes, uh, "We've got Pepsi or we've got cider." He goes, "Cider's good." Yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with Ed Sheeran, like uh, I don't think I was really getting a lot of places when I was a. Uh, until till we really come along and basically people like girls started loving the ginger gene and you know thank yeah. you Ed I just want to say um, <laughs> thank you for everything you're a god to us yeah. and uh, also um, with Ed Sheeran uh, Nick my brother come up with this genius theory with like how you know Marcus Rashford has uh, like you know is providing you know school dinners to the, you know, the less fortunate kids yeah. uh, Nick Nick has basically uh, got this great idea where he wants to get Ed Sheeran to be like the spokesperson like you know instead of like you know uh, what's it called like um, school dinners to the less fortunate it's sun cream to ginger kids well that sounds like a good deal yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so Ed if you're listening sign up to it yeah. do do us a good deed you know be, be the man yeah Anyway, I mean, I loved um, his first song, wasn't it? Um, the A-team. Like, well, the A-Team, that's the yeah. first one I heard. You probably had loads of stuff before that. Probably. He probably did, yeah. He was. That, that was certainly that one. And, uh, I mean, we had um, sort of, um, uh, oh, uh, Supermarket Flowers is obviously quite a bit of a, uh, uh, an important sort of part of what's happened to us recently as well. So mm. that's... Uh, I think that that's quite a relevant thing, and I, I like that song as well. So yeah, and the, the, I, I can sort of get get bits of sort of songs that I quite like from him. Yeah, yeah. What like you um you, earlier on you said about like when um you saw Queen, um, yeah. You were saying about um you on you know obviously the seventh of the seventh. It's it's a weird story because you were actually in London that day. We were yes yes yeah. And like, if I can remember like. I was at school, uh, I was probably about 14, I want to say, and I remember, like, obviously, it didn't really clock to me, because, you know, at the end of the day, I just thought you guys, you know, were at work or whatever, but then I remembered at six o'clock in the morning, you and mum woke me, me and Nick up and said, oh, yeah, we were uh, off to London to go yeah. do, do, an, do an appointment at the, uh, what's it, Royal London, so we just said, see you later, didn't really think about it, and then it's basically, I'm in an art lesson, and everyone's panicking, and I'm just there, like, Oh God! My parents are actually in London today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we were very lucky. We were actually at the the Royal uh, Royal London Hospital, hmm. and uh, we um, just missed the all the action. What was happening? I mean, I took taken Ruth, my wife, up to have a, um, a Botox injection because a problem swallowing, and um, uh, um, they said, "Oh, go out and have a walk, and come back in about an hour's time and pick her up or whatever." Hmm. And I was standing in Curry's at the time, I think it was, and they start talking about this this imminent disaster, the the, the disaster that was happening on the thing, and I had to, I took a double take really. I thought, is this really happening? Am I am I really standing in the middle of all this? And literally just before we, just after we 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 got into there, I think things started happening, and I come out and there's police everywhere and. Uh, and I had to get back into Royal London. They said, "No, there's no appointments today." I said, "My wife's already here, you know." So I've, yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got to come in and collect her and things like that. Mm. So uh, eventually, they believed me and let me in. And uh, unfortunately, she got a procedure done before uh, everything sort of kicked off, really. So we were lucky in that respect. But then we had the uh, obviously, I had to get her back home then after having a procedure, and I think. There was no trains on the underground, so somehow mm. we ended up getting a bus back, and everyone was hanging on the back of this bus trying to get on to get out of London, and uh, and um, it felt like me yeah. for the first time in forever. I hate London, so yeah, you know, getting out of yeah. London to me is the greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, but, 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 yeah, it, it was a 
well, quite quite a poignant day, yeah. really. You know, I remember we, we saw people with yeah. black faces where they'd all been sort of sooted, you know, been caught up in the in it all, you know, and obviously the the people who could go back and it, it was worrying that you know, you'd have a, a day out and it just all happened. Really, yeah, you yeah. Know, so, yeah. I remember uh, Mum turning around to me, going like, you know, when I got home or whatever. She said, like, literally, you could drop a pin on the floor and you literally would be able to hear it in the city of London. Yeah, yeah. So surreal. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, we're walking through London as well. There's bits of London that you never knew existed or anything, you know. Mm. It's, yeah, it's just, yeah, quite quite a memorable day, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get back onto a positive story. Yeah, <laughs> go for it, go for it, yeah. Um, so tell us about how you actually met Mum. How I met Mum? Ah, oh, mm-hmm. right, okay. Um, well, we're going back to when I was, a, well, I was a student nurse, I think I must have, might have been qualified, but uh, your mum started a nurse training up at Wally Hospital in Brentwood, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think we, we got chatting one night, she was good friends with my, my next door neighbour in the nursing home, so I think the next door neighbour uh, was it actually in her, her group, and... Um, so she kept coming down there and she kept leaving messages on my door and I, I, I sort of thought someone's winding me up here or whatever. And then, <laughs> then one day I opened my door and she was there trying to put a message on so I could call her out or whatever, you know. But um, yeah, um, th- th- that's where we met and um, yep, um, th- that's where sort of our, our relationship started from really and developed from there. That's awesome. I always yeah. remember uh, a funny story about mum was when we went to a Disney World in Florida. And um, I, I don't know why this story ever always comes up. But me were probably about like uh, ten and eleven, me yeah. and Nick. Um, and then um, there was these like there was this German family behind us when we were trying to meet Mickey oh, Mouse. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> and one of the kids ran into Mum, and like Mum looked round and was like, Whoo! and then <laughs> the German parents started singing the German national anthem to us yeah. as, as a warning. He's <laughs> like, you know. Germany went from being like the most feared country in the world to be like you know that like the happiest country in the world who just get drunk or whatever. But you know then then you get you know people like this who you know you're kind of scared of still. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I mean again that's a, one of those wonderful holidays I think we all had. Wonderful. You know, and, uh, yeah, it was. We got threatened by German people. Only only briefly, only briefly. But uh, no, it was. Um, <laughs> It was, it was it two weeks I think we had out there yeah, and yeah. Uh, we had uh, basically every day was an adventure you know mm. and you, you know, you think oh what should we do today should we go and do this and go and do that and uh, I think we, we did the whole of Disney I think uh, and we also did sort of places like Kennedy Space Centre where I wanted to go to we went to Universal so mm. you, and, you and Nick yeah. running around bloody Kennedy Space Centre like a couple of yeah. space nerds Oh, I, I always remember, remember that lost. morning. I don't know if you can remember it when we we were going off to have breakfast and uh, we walked. I think we were just going to go and get a cup of coffee or something like that. Mm. And um, we we're basically just outside the restaurant. There's a little armadillo right oh, yeah. out in front of us. So, I mean, <laughs> I thought that was beautiful when we saw them. Yeah, I just yeah. I just loved how everyone was like, you know, what the hell is this animal? Yeah, and then you went, oh, it's an armadillo. And then yeah. uh, <laughs> so yeah. I think someone almost tripped over it at once as well, didn't they? So yeah, yeah. and then like this little lady and. Uh, Excuse me, Armadillo. He can't be here. This is Disney World, Florida. You need to go elsewhere. Like, yeah. like, don't tell the Armadillo what he can and can't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean we went to Disney a few times, didn't we? Really, and mm. um, I mean, a couple of times to Euro Disney, and a couple of times to the one in uh, Florida, and I've also been to the one in Los Angeles as well, a couple yeah. of times. So, yeah. 
Yeah, a place I, I think for a family holiday and even without sort of children, I think it's, it's a great place to go mm. in. Yeah. I've been lucky to go to, uh, you know, Paris, uh, Florida, and California. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I had a happy childhood. I really did. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. especially, you know, not every parent gets to take, you know, takes their children to Disney World on like Christmas Day, you know, so. No, that was that was quite phenomenal. Doing yeah. the um, uh, well for in, in in America, we were there for Christmas Day and uh, New Year's Day, weren't mm-hmm. we? Really, and um, and then we had the same thing with um, sort of Euro Disney as well. We went there for Christmas one year, so that yeah. was uh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean I've been lucky with my holidays. I've had lots of really good holidays and uh, been to see Elvis in Graceland. It was really good. And, yeah, um, he married you again, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well, that was mm. that was a holiday a few years later. We went around the national parks and ended up in Vegas, and um, so that that was a bit different to the the Graceland thing. But uh, yeah, we 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 renewed our wedding vows with mm. um, with Elvis, which was lovely. Yeah, but yeah, and what else have I done? Um, I mean, I went to Namibia and saw the wildlife out there, which was was phenomenal. And, uh, Saw um, you know sort of elephants and lions and things like that out in the wild and uh, you think it's more probably how how animals should be sort of treated yeah, rather yeah. than stuck in zoos and things you know but uh, yeah no really you sound already really like you know someone who's like an animal activist trying to get them out of zoos already no not really no but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. But, uh, yeah oh um, the time with Thomas from with dolphins as well do you remember yeah, that yeah yeah that was good. that's a great story what happened to you uh, I had to be towed back by a dolphin because I couldn't swim very well. Yeah. <laughs> I was, trying, I was trying to stand in the middle of a thing and didn't realise how deep it was. And this woman was uh, saying, oh, it's, it's about sort of uh, 20, 20 feet deep here. You know, you're not going to be able to stand on the bottom. So uh, I remember me and Nick yeah. just like, <laughs> just paddling ourselves up. Yeah. It's fine or whatever. And so you go, <laughs> Anyway, they, they sent me back with the first available dolphin. So I did, I've got to dolphin surfing or whatever. But yeah. But yeah, no, I hadn't really been in much water for ages, so it uh, it come as a bit of a shocker. So I could still swim; that was the, mm. the bonus. I got out there all right. Yeah. You, uh, like, you and Mum used to love going to Spain as well. Malgrat de Mar was your mum's favourite uh, holiday resort, mm-hmm. I think. And um, well, we well we went back there recently with yourself and uh, Nick and Anna, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And well, yeah, she she loved it there because she could be treated. They they treated like a member of the family, really. You know, they sort of. Uh, Always were pleased to see us, and uh, and we we got got a good rapport going with everybody there, and uh, we, we 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 had we've had lovely times out there, I have to say, and, and your mum always felt at home there, and uh, just felt sort of um, you know sort of that she could just do it, be herself and do, do mm. whatever she wanted to do. Yeah. If she had a if she had a bad day, she'd just take it easy, and if she had a good day, yeah, we we would go out walking and sort of take the sun in and. Uh, um, spend some time down the bar and sit by the pool and things like that. So it was it was a nice relaxing holiday for her. So she she was quite happy with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, h- hello to everyone at the Hotel Sumas, I believe it is. Uh, hotel, yeah, Monte Monte Playa Sumas. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. And uh, this year as well, uh, before it all kicked off, you were able to go to Australia. Australia again, a phenomenal place to go to. Mm. Um, I spent about a month out there and. Um, you probably it's never enough time, you know. When you get there, you think when you get there, you think oh, I've got a whole month here. Am I going to last? Am I going to survive? And um, then eventually comes a day, you think, oh, I've got that long journey back again. But um, absolutely wonderful place. I, I, I spent some 
beautiful times on places like the Barrier Reef. I really enjoyed seeing, and um, I met Arlo the koala in, in one of the, uh, the 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 parks out there. Happy mm-hmm. photo taken with him, and uh, do you say hi to Arlo where you were? Yeah, hi Arlo, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> I saw um, uh, the, the the Opera House was was brilliant, and uh, you have the great. most greatest pictures ever in the Opera House. I want to say. Uh, literally, they they obviously take, oh, took a picture ones, yeah. of Bob yeah. on a green screen, and then like it's just him just <laughs> standing there smiling like it's <laughs> they just put him in like different backdrops of the uh, opera. Uh, house. My mum was impressed. She thought he got me down there at night time to take another <laughs> photo and things like that. So it worked in that respect. But um, yeah, no, it's just just me superimposed on a in the middle of a busy uh, opera <laughs> session and uh, things like that. So, it, uh, yeah, no, it, um, it's, it's a nice... And it, it's, it's, it, it comes as a booklet as well, mm. so you can read all about the history of the uh, the, 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 yeah. the the place as well. It's a good little souvenir yeah. booklet, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, you yeah, know, sort of, it was quite remarkable seeing... Um, like kangaroos in the wild and things like that. So, you know, we actually went to a field once where all these wallabies were sort of standing around the field or whatever. And the other thing I remember was some poor man who was giving us a guided tour in Alice Springs and um, we hadn't seen a wild kangaroo at that point. And um, someone shouted, isn't that a kangaroo over there? And so we, we were all then immediately more interested in the kangaroo than we were in the talk, you know. <laughs> and the guy's come out and he said... He said I think I've just been upstaged by a kangaroo, he says. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he probably thinks, you know, like he sees them every bloody day. So uh. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. It's probably not a thing. But for us, it was our first uh, thing, really, as well. So. Answer me this question. Go on. Did you get kicked by a kangaroo? No. No, no I wouldn't get that close. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you, you can get quite close yeah. to them because, I mean, like with the... Um, the zoos. I mean, we went to um, the Lone Pine place in the, um, in Brisbane, I think it mm-hmm. is, and uh, yeah. where they've got lots of koalas there, and uh, you, you can actually walk through enclosures with things like emus and um, and ze- and um, zebras uh, and kangaroos, really. So mm. it was, yeah, a good um, a good experience, really. You know, and other places. I mean, things like seeing things like the Tasmanian devils and wombats wandering around, and we had a duckbill platypus at some stage. So to see a lot of these creatures, you know, which you, you don't sort of really see much of, was was quite quite interesting. Sounds it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I'd recommend recommend Australia to anybody. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good experience all day long. Um, yeah. Tell, tell us the story about Crudgy's boat. Crudgy's boat, right? <laughs> Crudgy, yeah. He, we um, basically, um, I had a mate called Crudgy. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we lost him a few years ago. But um, rest in peace, big man. Yeah, and uh, but he always used to do barge trips, and we used to do these barge trips through um, sort of different uh, canal routes and things like that. And ended up, um, it, it was a, it was a jazz boat as well. Mm-hmm. So we started off. It was a, it was a jazz tour or whatever. But when the crudges started to get involved, we, we were all um, then sort of doing, um, all these mates was coming along and things like that. So there was more hangers-on like me and less 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 um, people doing jazz or whatever. So you, you turned this barge into like a Mardi Gras party, really, would you say? You could some say that, I yeah. guess, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we, um, we, we would stop at pubs and if obviously the band would then say, hey, look, have you got anything happening tonight? Do you want us to do a concert? And there's been many a time we've, we've sort of turned a sleepy little um, uh, waterside pub into a sort of a raging sort of jazz uh, 
jazz event or whatever. So, Massive Mardi yeah. Gras parties. And <laughs> yeah, uh, we've, had a, we've, had some, we've had some lovely um, sort of uh, uh, evenings and things like that. So, yeah, really good. Well, what's the story with like, then like one of them get really, really drunk or something? Well, that often happened, but you have to be a bit more specific than that. Uh, yeah. Didn't someone <laughs> fall off, off the boat? Or? That's happened quite a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sweet All these things are uh, a fairly sort of common events, I'm afraid, <laughs> you know. And I think we're trying to think. We did. We did have Crudgy once went on a suicide mission where he, um, he um, there, there was someone who was really winding everybody up, and uh, so Crudgy got rid of all these things from his pockets and things like that, put an old pair of jeans on, you know, grabbed this guy and dived over the side with him and uh, <laughs> and got him, got him wet. And the unfortunate thing was he didn't have a spare pair of trousers, <laughs> so he ended up sort of having to wear a pair of my old trousers, which are about uh, bear in mind I'm, I'm, I'm size XXL or whatever, you know. I don't think he was, you were back then, and he was well, I probably. Was quite, I, was, I was a lot bigger than he was anyway. He, he had to, he had to basically pin, pin these trousers together to try and keep them on or whatever. Mm. But uh, yeah. all about that extra, extra loving, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did get the trousers back eventually. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, he was quite a character. as old crudgy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is September twenty seventh. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, today is like the worst day of the year for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a good day. Yeah. 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 Um, basically, uh, our mother, well, my mother, Ruth Hasn't Hammond, unfortunately, passed away three years ago today. Mm. And uh, I, I remember just helping my friend Mike uh, tattoo, uh, move house, and then like my my phone for some reason wouldn't like you know give give like a lot of like it didn't didn't message me until midnight when it said your credit has come through or whatever. So I've got about like 16 different messages from Nick and his partner Anna saying, mm. get home now, get home now. Like, you know, so I was there like, uh, okay. And then I got a call from him saying like, Matt, it's not good. Get home now. Mum's basically, you know, I don't really know what the words were, but. Uh, yeah. Your, your mum arrested, basically. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those ones that um, she'd had a nice day. We'd been out for the day and she, she'd had a nice day and we got back and she was a bit mm. tired. Uh, which was normal for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, she was quite insistent on going across the road to see our friends Jill and Rob. And, um, and um, but obviously she she hadn't she'd been very sleepy or whatever. So mm. eventually she did actually come over the road and um, spend some time. And and actually she had quite an even nice evening speaking to a, a lot of her friends who you know were, were there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, um, I took her home and. Um, and really, she just suddenly went downhill and uh, arrested, and we had to have all the emergency services around here, partly because um, we we actually had obviously um, the the ambulance were there trying to keep her going or whatever, and but we also had the fire brigade turn up as well because there was uh, try, trying to trying to get her out of the house because all the, um, the 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 hallway was upstairs which yeah. sort of had things in it, and they were mm-hmm. thinking. We can't get her out this house without sort of moving some of this stuff or whatever. Yeah. So the fire brigade came and helped with that. So we we looked like a parking space for emergency services by the time. We, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, bless her. She hung on. We got her over to intensive care at um, at uh, Basildon Hospital, but um, un- unfortunately, sort of they they found that she had brain damage and uh, she lasted a couple of days. But mm-hmm. I think it was eventually about three or four days later. The decision was taken. We turned off the uh, their um, um, 
uh, oxygen supply and uh, ended up uh, losing a sort of fairly short yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Which, I mean, obviously myself and you were there. Yeah, and, like uh, at the end of the day, so like when, when it all happened, nice, yeah. Nick was there. So I thought, you know, it's only fair I should be there at the end. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world, but at the same time, it's just there, like, seeing someone go from, like, pink to blue in, like, a matter of seconds is yeah, not, sad, it's yeah, not a nice yeah, yeah. thing. It just looks like, you know, obviously, like, the soul's leaving the body. Uh, I'm probably going to be blue for life anyway because I'm ginger. I don't have a soul. So, uh, <laughs> but um, like um, I remember um, my last conversation with my mother, and you know, to this day, I feel like a kind of like a bad son uh, because she was like saying about like how she wanted an iPad cable, and uh, yeah. I, I was there like just being really naive about it, going like, why? Why do you need another one? You've been through so many. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. wrong with the one you got now? And obviously it was broken or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like you know, uh, I remember her saying, "I love you." I said, "Go see you later." And then uh, yeah, never saw her again. Really, well, yeah. alive. You finished on a positive note. She told you she loved you. So yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah. No, that's good. It was nice as well. Like when all the family came down, and you know, obviously uh, with Steve as well because he was stuck in. Um, Stuck in Spain, I want to say. That's right, yeah, he was stuck in Spain. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he was trying to get a flight out quickly to say his goodbyes, but in the end he just had to say goodbye over the phone, which was, you know, really sad. Yeah, um, and I mean, a good big call out to all our relatives in Bolton. I mean, mm. Janice and Jane come down and spent a few days with us uh, mm. while while she was sort of like... Uh, it was really cool, really supportive, you know. Yeah. And there's others who couldn't... We had, we had, was it four people, four or five people uh, just we turned had up? Pete, Chloe, Steve, Becky and Alex, I want to say. Yeah, they all, that sounds right, five people. Mm. Basically, Pete had an appointment in um, Sheffield that day, so mm. the, the, this, this was the day before she died. They just bombed down and um, and came down and uh, and spent some t- about an hour with, them and then, with her and then went back again. But it was, yeah. it was so good to see them and so good to know that they were there and... Uh, on our side, effectively, we were supporting us. Yeah. These guys. Yeah. I remember um, being in the Uber with Nick on the way to the um, to the hospital on mm. the day where it kicked off, and uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick like, obviously, I've just come into this open minded because I had no idea what's going on. I've just been told come home. You know, it's not looking yeah, good. Blah blah, yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. Get a call from you. You know, from the hospital saying you you need to come up now. So we got an Uber straight away. Uh, and um, <laughs> Nick, bless him, obviously, you know, he's he's just had the worst nights of his life. Uh, and um, he, um, like the Uber driver's like just bombing it down the road, like going down country lanes and like yeah, yeah. stupid like miles an hour going crazy because he could see like how bad of a thing we, you know, we put down Basildon Hospital and the guy bawling his eyes out or whatever. Yeah. And then like... And then <laughs> this part here just makes me laugh all the time. We get to this road and Nick goes, slow down here, mate. There's a speed camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah, and then, um, <laughs> and then like we got to the hospital and then, uh, I went up to the uh, reception. It's like, hi, we're the sons of Ruth Haslam Hammond. And then you just saw this lady's face just drop. And Nick went, oh, she's fucking dead. Just like, Nick, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, then uh, obviously you, you could hear us in the other room, and then uh, we all went and sat together, and then uh, that's right. For, I heard it all going on, so I went out and basically reassured Nick that uh, she wasn't well, but she was still going. But mm. um, yeah, no, it was a, uh, yeah, a hell of a night, really. Yeah. But hey, her send off. It went real, didn't it? We yes. we gave yeah. her one hell of a send off. I say hell. We yeah. gave her one heaven of a send off. Yeah. I, th- I think the best thing you can say about any funeral is that the person who it's for would like to have been there, and your mum would have loved to have been there and been part of that. Mm-hmm. I think that was the, the yeah sort of a real 
lovely day and everyone she'd liked everyone talking nicely about her and uh, <laughs> and her music was playing and uh, the amount of people that turned up we had people standing in the aisles and sort of it was literally waiting, so, one yeah. month after she passed it was the 27th of october yeah, yeah. um i remember that like, you know um I carried her in. I didn't have the same ish, same situation as grandma when I carried her in, where I didn't bring a belt and my trousers were basically <laughs> falling off. Uh, I actually prepared myself this time. Uh, and uh, I, we, we had uh, Ed Sheeran do the supermarket flowers doing a, 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 um, a, like a picture montage because Nick just adores that song. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> they come up with a picture of her on the, uh, the meatloaf bike from... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, about that the musical. Yeah. And every time I see that feature, I just have to just laugh, and I had to laugh there, and it just looked really awkward. Uh, and then I got up, did the song, uh, the perfect ending, what I wrote. I've never felt so stone legged in my life. Uh, and then yeah, just um, basically um, gave her a tap on the on the coffin and said goodbye. Went down the pub, got drunk. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, it was it was it was um, it was a nice um, nice send off for anybody really, you know. And I think your mum would have appreciated it really. You know, mm-hmm. she even had me stand there and say nice things about her. So <laughs> you can't have been all bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, we'll we'll finish up on a uh, more positive subject. Good. good yep. Yeah. Tell us about the time where you were discovered as Bob Life. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was actually discovered as being Bob Life, but um, uh, it, it, it turned out to be... It was a bit of a joke, really, at first. And um, That's I what think, I say uh, about yeah. my music career. I said, like, I got up, did, did, did a few Disney songs down the pub, yeah. and you know, like, it just went, uh, yeah, I'm now still playing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, people probably remember that I, because basically we haven't done this for ages. But I used to be a keen karaokeist, and um, you still are, still are. Yeah. I well, what's the one thing I you want to buy right now if we go into a second to, lockdown? Yeah, we'll, karaoke, we'll get a karaoke machine. If we goes into a second lockdown, I think. But um, used to go in the pub and sort of sing songs, and um, one one of my favourite songs to sing really is sort of is, is Meatloaf and obviously Bad Out of Hell and, and things like that. Although I do. I do, I do have other songs in my repertoire. People always seem to remember the meatloaf ones. And uh, usually your repertoire anyway. is "Get Your Motor Running." One, what's it? "Born to Be Wild." Uh, Born to be wild. Hell. Um, you started doing that dreadlock holiday song because I hate dreadlock it. holiday. Yeah, uh, Patricia the Strippers become quite popular recently, and uh, some stuff from Christopher. Mm-hmm. Don't pay the ferryman and. Um, some Queen as well, obviously. I do. The show must go on. And I'll be honest Gar-Gar with you. And um, there's the, the uh, REM. I do sort of Man on the Moon and lo- losing my religion. And uh, I've never quite tra- been brave enough to try it to the end of the world as we know it yet. But um, <laughs> I feel fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, my 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 uh, like my life. My favourite one I've ever seen you do is definitely um, uh, what is it? Uh, Tiger Feet by Mud. Oh, that one, yeah. I did the dance with that one yeah, as well, which it was, was quite impressive, yeah. The yeah. first time you did it, because I was saying to you, and I think we were actually in Swanage again, and we went down we that. We were down in Swanage, yeah. Mm. I, I did it down in Swanage, and um, did, did it complete <laughs> with the, uh, the the dance that Mud used to do on top of the pops with it. And uh, yeah. I, I can only describe the scene, all these cougars getting up, going, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, where are we at? So down the Essex yeah, so Well, basically... Um, I've I've done sort of a lot of these songs down places like the Essex Arms mm-hmm. and um, other places around town. Um, apparently, one of Matt's mates, Sam Hawkins, his brother, caught me singing it. I think once, <laughs> I think it was, and reported this back to Sam or whatever. 
But anyway, the, um, there was an interview to advertise a forthcoming charity event uh, on on Essex on Brentwood Radio, I think it was. Uh, what's it called? Phoenix FM. Yeah, Phoenix FM. Matt yeah. was going to be headlining it, and was asked to buy the the lady um, Nikki Nikki Mills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what his musical influences was. Anyway, he um, he mentioned obviously Queen was being played a lot in the house and uh, this kind of thing, and then he meant my name came up and sort of uh, about how um, uh, how how I'm a keen karaoke person, and I think Sam piped up and said, "Yeah, it's often a good night down the Essex Arms when you hear Bob singing Meatloaf down there and uh, Bad Out of Hell or whatever, you know." It's, it's like when when you say like you know obviously growing up influential music was was me, it was Queen. Yeah, literally, I don't think you know you really put anything else on, so. Uh, Queen was a. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember at school when people tried to attempt to bully me by singing "Take That, Relight My Fire" because I was ginger, and me looking and going, "I have no idea what you're on about." In the <laughs> just like walking off. Uh, um, so yeah, anyway, so you're down. Uh, you hear, you know, obviously you're saying about you down the Essex Arms yeah. on the radio. And well, um, to cut a long story short, I ended up then. Um, um, I think Sam come up with the idea and says, look, we're, we're trying to get the backing track for Bad Out of Hell and what we'd like you to do is to sing it at our charity night. So I ended up having to get the backing track myself. I had a, I had a word with me, um, Gary, the uh, the karaoke man down at Gary the, Oakey. The, the, the Essex Arms, and he supplied me with a tape full of, uh, I think it had that and... Um, uh, losing my re- no man on the moon on it. I think, I think it was, you, uh, uh, yeah, my was it? Yeah. Did you not have you took the words right out of my mouth hot summer nights? Right, that, that that's the second time. Okay, that, cool. Yeah, but I can, I can. We'll, we'll get uh, into that. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, so anyway, I ended up um, um, being invited to go and do this bat out of hell at the charity night, and it went, it went down the storm, and ended up um, I got called back for the re- recall, re, um, uh, uh, um, an encore, which was. Um, Going to be uh, um, on the moon. Man on it? the moon. Yeah. Yep. Moon, and God, no, that was the, that's the next time. You, uh, you're getting ahead of yourself geez. here, Matthew. And um, and so I did that. Anyway, the next year they 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 actually sort of um, advertised it as an evening with Bob Loaf. I think the same event <laughs> or whatever. And uh, ended up with having to do a bit of a meatloaf set. And um, so I did. Um, uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. I did two out of three ain't bad. Then we then uh, Matt came and supported me on stage, and we did uh, Man on the Moon, mm. and finished up with uh, Bat Out of Hell. Absolutely wonderful evening, and everyone enjoyed it. I think. What is it up there? Yeah, like think... one of your top five evenings of your life? Oh, it's up, it's up there somewhere. Yeah. I think, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure it's quite in the top five. But uh, obviously, because I've had lots of happy events in my life or whatever. But uh, it was funny. Yeah, it's, it, it's probably the pinnacle of my music career, I yeah. guess, because obviously I've not really. Uh, not really done much apart from that, really. But, um, yeah, no, absolutely wonderful night. Yeah. I always remember, I told you this the other day, and you, you were there going, what, that happened? Uh, where, like, I remember when you are doing a, on a hard sermon, uh, and people were literally absolutely going ballistic. I remember seeing uh, um, <laughs> Ponzai, he getting crowd surfed, and, like, he was getting thrown in the air anyway, and, like, it was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Mike like obviously Mike Bonzo just loving it like he's just getting thrown in the air and everyone's like you took the words right out of my mouth and I like, did get a lot of audience participation everyone was joining in yeah. yeah I mean one of the good things I did with the um, um, 
took the words right out of my mouth was that if you listen to the album there's a there's a bit at the beginning where there's on a hot summer night would you offer your fruit to the wolf with the red roses and Ruth my wife come up and she actually did the uh, the female part of that so she, she was actually part of the <laughs> performance as well bless her and then then we had to try and get her off stage quickly before the music started so that was uh, <laughs> one of my funniest like, things about you is like literally you'll walk around you know places with a meatloaf shirt on and if there's karaoke on and you're wearing that meatloaf shirt you'll have at least one person come up to you and ask you to do paradise by, by the dashboard light with them yeah, no, I've got a, a series series of women who uh, who uh, enjoy. I mean, m- myself and Ruth used to do it a lot, but there's uh, there's been quite a lot of different people who uh, who quite like doing the uh, the meatloaf duets. That, that song used is, to drive me insane because we yeah. used to go to John Robs every Saturday, and then yeah. uh, they they had a karaoke machine when we put a video in. And like everybody would do that song, not just yeah, everybody, yeah. but like, okay, let's try again. But Bob and Jill, you do it this time, you know. Uh, then Rob and Ruth, you try it the next time. You have to rewind this video to see him like, let me see about it, baby, baby. You say, oh god, <laughs> don't know if I can take it anymore. Like especially when you hear it about thirteen times a night. <laughs> The good thing about Meatloaf is he, he does do quite a few duets, which uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I do often do. Um, uh, um, I'd like for you, and that's the truth. With, that's um, a great tune. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did it. I, I did it with uh, Ruth a couple of times. There's also a lady called Vanessa who, um, who's part of our karaoke team. I call them, and uh, me <laughs> the and her do that quite okay. a lot. Yeah, the karaoke crew. Uh, done. I think the, um, um, the the other one, the oh, what's it called? Um, uh, um, I'd, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. It's a mm. bit sort of um, male heavy, so it's a bit it's a bit mean because you're just asking a woman to come walking on the end and just sing a few lines, really. So it's uh, it, it's probably not a not a good but one really to the do. The woman but, has uh, the greatest line in that song. She does, yeah. You know when was it you? Build... Well, hose me down with holy water if I get too hot. I like, but I don't uh, think I like think of another one. The, the one about the sand. Uh, Sand. You got me up the sky for second time. I can't remember. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. God bless Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah good man. Good man, <laughs> old meat. Yeah. yeah. And thank you, Jim Steinbeck, for writing all them songs. Yeah, Jim Steinman. That's not sorry. Yeah, Jim Steinbeck is a different person altogether. It sounds like yeah. it already. Well, Bob, yeah. have you enjoyed being on the show? I have, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think on daylight today, I'd like to sort of mention a lot load of my mates as well. I think because um, I, I think I've mentioned a few people, but mm. people like sort of Cliff and Sandra and, yep. and Bob and Shelley and and pe- people like that, Tom and Kate and obviously Jill and Rob we've mentioned before. Um, you you've all helped me get through the last few years, and and there's, there's a few of you out there. So I've, I've just mentioned those names, but I think you know you all. You all sort of deserve a mention, and it, it, oh, Arlen, Jeff, of course. I can't forget Arlen and Jeff, can I? But yeah, Al Sloan. Yeah, you, you know them. That's, uh, there's so many people out there who you know I regularly talk to, mm. and are good friends of mine, really. So yeah, I've, I've had I've had a lot of support over the last few years, as well as obviously yourself, Matt, and Nick and Anna, and and my mum, and all that. So it's it's been good that uh, it is. It's I think it's the proof that life does yeah, go yeah. on. You yeah, know, I've seen a lot of positive you see the good side of yeah, people yeah yeah and um, you, you've all been great to me thank you thank you yeah. 
Anyway, I've, I've enjoyed being the inaugural person on this, mm-hmm. Matt. You know, it's, uh, I'd recommend people come and come and talk. It's very nice. It's very nice to sit here and talk about yourself for. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how long we've been on for. It's been about an hour. Fifty-four so. minutes. At Fifty-four the minutes. Yeah. Crikey! Yeah, I bet they cut that down. You know, the, I'm sure there's some things that give me unsuitable. <laughs> no, no, you worry so. about that. Um, but, yeah, we. Um, yeah, no, it's been a nice morning, and so thank you, thank you for coming and doing the interview, Matt. No worries. Well, like, thank you for getting right. up this morning on the Sunday morning if, to do this. That's yeah. okay. If yeah. you ever want to be on the show, literally just send me a message. You know, uh, some people are going to ask, you know, obviously, because I think you're funny. But like, if you, you know, don't hear anything, just message me. I'll be more than happy to have you on. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I get to close the show now. I get to, you know, uh, have my own catchphrase. So here we go. Thank you for listening to Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>